0: Kia ora katoa. Welcome to Emirates Podcast, episode 370. Today is Thursday, September 29th, 2022. Well, I didn't record last week, as it happens, but not for any of the reasons I might have thought. It was more of a technical glitch in time. I always have trouble with time. And it was a weird thing. I recorded an episode, and I was editing it, not paying that much attention, except to what I was editing. And... I realized that I was hearing this static in in the headphones and I thought oh the it was just the the cable for the headphones cuz that happened that sort of thing happens all the time. And then I was editing a particular part of the track and I noticed that there were these spikes that coincided with the static. So the static was coming from the mic, not the headphones. And I couldn't figure out why. The only thing I can think of is that the the plug wasn't firmly seated in my iMac, sorry, my iMac, my Mac Mini. And so it wasn't getting a good signal. That's the only explanation I have. But at any rate, I didn't have time to, to, I couldn't fix it, and I couldn't, didn't have time to redo it then or in the days that followed because I was just busy. And so there we are. That's where we stayed. Now, right now, we are, of course, well into spring. And this spring has been difficult. <laughs> it's been very rainy. We had the wettest... I think it was the wettest winter on record, if I recall correctly. And so far, spring has been marginally drier. <laughs> I hesitate because very often we have just very gray, dull days. Like today is is a prime example of that. And so it may not actually literally be raining, but it might as well be because it just feels like an oppressive rainy day. And when the weather's like that, there's there's two things. One, it's depressing. <laughs> but the other thing is that it's never possible to know for sure that it's not going to rain. And so if I'm going to be planning to do some work outside, I have to plan on something that I can just drop if it starts pouring. And I quite frankly don't have many small projects outside so it's not a simple thing and it's a it's like some so many other projects that I do that I have to do this thing before I can do that thing, before I can do the next thing before I can do the next thing and it has to be done in a particular order because it's sequential and almost inevitably it seems the first thing is a rather large part so I haven't really gotten all that far outside. I keep doing little bits when I can but Right now the back lawn in particular really needs to be mowed, but it keeps getting wet wetted upon by the rain. So this, this spring hasn't been going all that well, but be that as it may, I did a census today, or actually it's probably inventory is the correct word. I've got census on the brain, which I'll talk about another day. But I um I counted I went through all of the seeds that I had. I bought a, a bunch last year of mostly vegetables, but some flowers too. And never planted them, and and yes, I checked the date, and they've still got at least another year to go, probably the year and a half, I think, before they reach their end of their time. And I have a bunch of old seeds, too, that there's no reason I shouldn't plant them, because if they don't germinate, well, nothing's lost. They're already bought. And uh, so I've got quite a bit to get me started, and I'll get more later on. I wanted to do seeds rather than plants, partly because it's much cheaper, actually mainly because it's much cheaper, but... In any case, it's kind of moot because I have these seeds and I'm going to use them. And I bought a, I think I mentioned this in the past, I bought a um, greenhouse type cover for my veggie pod and that's going to allow me to, to raise the seeds even before it really warms up. But the veggie pod is one of those projects. I put it in a particular spot out in my yard and it was on wheels and it sank into the into the grass and I need to move it and I can't because it's too heavy. And I don't know how many people it would take to pull it out of the the dirt, probably more than than the number of people I know. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to dig the dirt out of it and that should lighten it enough that I can then get it out of the the dirt. But that that requires a lot of time work, and I need to make sure it's not going to rain, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the dirt on, it's actually a big sheet of plastic, a heavy-duty plastic that my sofa was wrapped in, and I just forgot to throw it away. So I'm going to put it on that, and then move the veggie pot over onto my patio, and then pull the uh, sheet of plastic over, and then shovel the dirt back into it. There's nothing wrong, wrong with the dirt, of course, although it could probably use them for elizer. The, the issue is just that I can't move it, can't move the veggie pod on the grass with the dirt in it because it's just too heavy. So that's the plan. And I've been wanting to do it for ages now and just haven't had a chance to get to it yet. And I've had some barriers that have made that difficult too. Uh, A couple weeks ago, I had a migraine on the very day. It was a bright, sunny day. It was the very day I was going to work on the veggie pot. And no, I'm sure there's not a connection because there have been other days I planned to work on it too and didn't have a migraine. So so anyway. So yeah, that was a, a bad thing. But I was expecting... Well, I don't know what I was expecting for last week, but I I thought it was possible at least that it might not be a good week, because there was the Queen's funeral, and then the next day was the third anniversary of Nigel dying, and I just didn't know what to expect of last week. So I did watch the funeral in the end, I wasn't sure if I would or not, I did. It was at 10pm our time on Monday, which was the same date as it was in London, except of course that... We're many hours different. I think it's thirteen hours ahead this time of year, if I remember correctly. And um, so, I watched the whole funeral, and I watched um, the the aftermath or whatever, up until the hearse departed to um, leave for Windsor Castle. And I, I watched a little bit of that. It reminded me a lot of when of after Diana's funeral. And, um, I watched that with Nigel and I watched that with a friend of ours and now the friend and Nigel are both gone. So it was sort of poignant for me watching that from, from that standpoint. But the only thing about the whole funeral that got to me personally, I mean, it was, it was sad and I felt bad for the family and I felt bad for them having to go through all of that in the public eye with potentially millions of people watching. The only moment that affected me personally was at the end of the funeral itself when the royal family is standing in the door of Westminster Abbey um, following the coffin out. And I had a flashback, if for lack of a better word, to when I did that with Nigel after his service. And at that moment, I felt that very personally. But it was, it was quite brief because almost a, a moment or two later, I was brought back by the same thing that I'd been struck by numerous times um, through the whole few days and that was how difficult it must have been for those pallbearers because that coffin must have been heavy. It's lined with lead, and that's why there were eight pallbearers instead of six, and they had to lift it slowly. I mean, oh, my God, I can't even imagine doing it. Mind you, I have trouble. I can't lift the veggie pot out of the dirt, so I don't know that I'd be able to handle one-eighth of the weight of a lead-lined coffin, but I I felt sincerely bad for them. But it turned out that apart from that one moment, it, I didn't I wasn't personally terribly affected by the, the funeral, and it was nice to have a sort of final closure on the whole thing because it, it did go on for ten days, and I was glad of that because when when you're mourning someone profoundly, to be reminded of other people's grief just sort of drags it up again. Whether it, you know, it's just it's unavoidable, basically. But the next day was, of course, Nigel's um, anniversary day, and for lack of a better word, and I didn't know how I was going to feel. As a matter of fact, in that morning, I didn't know how I was feeling because I was up so late the night before with watching the funeral. I was just kind of out of it, and one of my sisters-in-law rang me and asked me if I wanted to go out for lunch. And I said, "Well, I don't know how I'm feeling yet. I'll ring you back." And I finished uh, at the moment. At that moment, I was putting Leo's breakfast together. And so I finished that, and as I finished it, I could hear Nigel's voice in in my head saying, don't be a bloody idiot, go. So I rang her back, and we went out for lunch. And, I mean, it it was good. I I was fine. I I was really tired, but I I wasn't, you know, unduly emotional or anything. We, We went out for sushi at this place on the other side of the city, and it's in this little shopping area, strip mall kind of thing, only very small. And so we went to some of the shops because I'd never been in any of them. I'd been to the sushi place before, but never to any of the, uh, any of the shops. So that was, that was kind of nice. It was kind of nice to know what's there really. And on my way home, I stopped in the shop to, to check something out. I'd I'd been told that they had, and I was sort of looking around and I saw a couple of cushions that I thought would look good on my sofa. And I'd been wanting to replace the, the little cushions on there for a long time. So I bought them. They were, Really cheap, I think eleven dollars each. And so I went out to the car and I opened the boot to put them in there. And it suddenly hit me that that was an answer I had been trying to work out in my head, because it sort of bothered me that Nigel's death date or whatever you want to call it was like an anniversary. And it's certainly nothing to celebrate. It's nothing to do more than note to be aware of, because it's a day when I know I'm going to feel bad. At least on it to some extent but it needs something to have to give it some sort of meaning and my solution that i hit on by buying those two cushions was that on the anniversary of his of his death i'm going to do something positive about moving my life forward and acknowledging the life that i have now because i've got lots of other days to celebrate Nigel and and us that are positive and happy and have really good memories associated with them. I don't want the day of his death, the anniversary of his death to be an ongoing continuing weight on me in the years ahead. And so I think that by focusing on something, something small, some doesn't have to be expensive, doesn't have to be a big deal, doesn't have to be, you know, a lot of work or anything, but focusing on something that's about moving my life forward will be a way of making something good out of it. If for lack of a better way of putting that and so that's what i did and that's what i am planning on doing from now on we'll see <laughs> we'll see if it works out that way i don't know but it does sort of um touch on projects as well i've been working as i have documented again and again i've been working on projects all the time i always have projects on the ghost usually several and most of which take months to finish Mostly because I just don't work on it constantly. When I do work on a on a project with focus and determination, I can get it done, however long it physically takes, whether it's a day or two days or or whatever. But most of my projects either I don't get around to starting, or I start and I get and I stop and whatever. And there have been a lot of reasons for that, and it's far it's far too complicated a, a topic to go into right now. But I will say that one of the things that has been bothering me has been the amount of stuff that I still have to deal with. And I wrote a blog post about this recently. And the gist of it is that I realized that the reason I w- that I was feeling guilty about it and all, all that st- sort of stuff, but that I shouldn't because it's actually been – f- was a feature of the life that Nigel and I had for the entire time we were together. We always had too much stuff. And especially once I started working from home, he put the burden of dealing with the stuff onto me. So I've been dealing with this burden for a very long time. <laughs> and it's after Nigel died, it got shifted in my head somehow to being something that I, I was basically failing him by not dealing with it. And it was really weighing. And I think that's part of the reason why the third anniversary of his dying was was weighing on me heavily, because here here it is. Of three years, and I still have a garage full of shit, and my office is overrun, and my bedroom is overrun, and right now I've got junk in the in the lounge as well, although I don't always, but I do at the moment, and so I was, I was just feeling lost, I guess, until I realized that this is nothing new, that it has absolutely nothing to do with with my own personal failings because especially because let's be honest here most of the stuff i have to deal with in the garage was nigel's and we had stuff that we had together and i certainly have my own stuff most of which is in my office but a lot of it a lot of the a lot of the torment i've had has been because of the stuff that he left behind and it's not my fault and it's my responsibility to deal with it yes absolutely but it's it's not a failing It's not a moral crisis Or what have you And realizing that made a huge Difference to me And I, that happened not long before the third anniversary Which is probably why I was in When the day actually arrived I was actually in an okay space So I have lots of projects that I'm going to be working on Not all of them have anything to do with Getting rid of stuff Because I, I need a mental break from that sometimes Because it is a huge um, burden But just today Uh, Tomorrow is recycling day. And so just today I went out in the garage and I cut up this very large box into smaller bits so it would fit in the recycle bin so I can send it on its way. And that was related to one of Nigel's projects. The box held a wind turbine that he bought, for that he wanted to put up at our old house. The thing is the size of of an airplane engine, I swear. (laughs) I'm not wholly exaggerating. The thing is enormous. And uh, it was not in one piece. But nevertheless, and he got a really good price and he's really happy about it. But I didn't know how we were going to get it up on a post. And I also didn't know how the neighbors were going to deal with that because wind turbines make noises. And I just thought we couldn't do it because we were surrounded by, I think, with six other houses our house was. And I just knew that they were going to complain. He eventually got a smaller turbine, but he had both of them. And long story short, I might have, might have even mentioned this. I don't remember. I did get rid of the the turbine. I sold the turbine. And so the turbine itself was gone, but I still had the box it came in, which wasn't in any decent sort of shape to to use anyway. So I, today I, I cut that up and I put that in the bin and that's going to be collected tomorrow and that'll be gone. So, you know, that's a very small thing, but it's an example of part of my project, which in that particular case is tidying up the garage, that is directly related to one of Nigel's projects. and it's just a small bit of progress on that particular project and i have several others that are on the go some of which i've talked about here some of which i haven't yet <laughs> and i will make continue to make projects uh, sorry progress on those various projects as as i can when i can and that will be stuff for future episodes but not today <laughs> That's it for today, today, and that's it for this week. That's it for this month, because I'm sure I won't uh, record again before the end of September. So I'll talk to you soon. Bye. You can comment on this or any episode of the Amarins podcast at com, where you can also leave a voice message. You can visit and comment on the Amarins Facebook page, or you can email me with or without a voice message at amarons at gmail.com. This podcast is a proud member of the pride 48 network and is produced and distributed under a creative commons license complete details at the website.